Listen to this reading from Isaiah, chapter 55, verses 1 through 9. Oh, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you that have no money, come, buy, and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread? And your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me. And eat what is good. And delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me. Listen so that you may live. I will make with you an everlasting covenant. My steadfast, sure love for David. See, I made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and a commander for the peoples. See, you shall call nations that you do not know, and nations that do not know you shall run to you because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel. For he has glorified you. Seek the Lord while he may be found and call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake their way and the unrighteous their thoughts. Let them return to the Lord that he may have mercy on them. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. This is the word of God for the people of God. Lord God, as we enter into reflection and meditation on your word this morning, Pray that you would speak to us. And I pray that we would be receptive to your word. That we would hear, Lord God, with our own ears. And that we would receive. That we would receive the transformation that your word brings. And now may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be pleasing unto you, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Before I get started, first I want to, I want to, where's the camera? I want to wish Dinah a happy birthday. Friday was her birthday, and so we want to wish her a happy birthday. And we also want to pray travel mercies as she get ready, she gets ready to leave this evening for a, a rim retreat where she's serving as a mentor. So keep Dinah and all those at the Rim Retreat in your prayers as well. You know, earlier this week I was on Facebook. I try not to, I'm trying to control that habit. I'm not having a good run at it. But I was on Facebook and an old friend back from my UMYF days posted a video of some of the songs that we grew up with in the Rio Grande Conference. And these were songs that were in Spanish. Uh, And and in, in the church we called them Coritos. They were a medley of songs that you would go from one into the next, and, and it would last sometimes forever 
but they were songs that, that just fed my soul. And this week, I, I had a really tough week. And I needed that. And there's another song that I want you to hear this morning that's not a corito, that's not one of those praise songs, but is a, a song of worship. It's a, it's a song that we would call a canto de adoración. And I've asked my friends, Martha Vialva and Michael Ramirez, to, to come up, and they're going to sing this song. I'll translate it loosely afterward. Uh, that just brought, brought me a lot of comfort when I heard it this week. Martha and Michael are brother and sister. Uh, I've known them since I was in the youth. Diane, my wife, has known them since she was a little girl, and they lived in Brownsville, and Martha's and Michael's dad was the pastor of El Buen Pastor United Methodist Church in Brownsville. So we go way back with them, and so I'd like for them to share this song. Cansado del camino Sediento de ti, un desierto he cruzado, sin fuerzas he quedado, vengo a ti. Luché como soldado y a veces sufrí, aunque la lucha he ganado, mi amargura descasado, vengo a ti. Sumergerme en el río de tu espíritu. Necesito refrescar este seco corazón sediento de ti. Sumergerme en el río de tu espíritu. Necesito refrescar este seco corazón sediento de ti. Sumergeme. Yeah. A loose translation of the song says, I'm tired of this road I'm on. I'm tired of this road I'm on. And I'm thirsty for you, O oh God. I have thirst for your living waters, for your spiritual waters. Immerse me. Immerse me in those waters because I'm tired of this road. Like I mentioned, it's been a, a hard week. Actually, it's been a hard year, if we're honest, right? The last, the last year with, with COVID and then and all the pandemic stuff and 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 then um, snowvid. Uh, uh, I've had family members pass because of COVID. I've had family members come down with COVID. It's been rough. It's 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 almost like we've been. Well, I'll get there. I'll tell you where we've been. And then this week I had to uh, I had to or I was asked to officiate uh, a funeral of a three month old. Uh, was hard on me imagine the, the family and, and, and mom and dad so it's been a it's been a rough week uh, and so those songs just kind of revived my soul kind of brought me back to realize where where I need to turn to where I should be turning to when things get rough 
See, we, we get so into the habit of trying to do things to, to take our minds off of things. We, we have so many activities, so much going on that we're always, I don't know about you, but always running on empty. And sometimes all we need is to recharge, is to refresh, is to be renewed and revived. So the question for us this morning is, where do we turn to? What do we do to be immersed into the spiritual healing waters that God provides? Where do we go? The passage from Isaiah chapter 55 uh, is one of those places that I like to go. You see, Isaiah was written, and, and most scholars will say, was written in three parts. From verse or chapter 1 through chapter 39, you have the part of Isaiah where the prophet is speaking to the people who are still living in Judah, still living in, 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 in the land promised to them. And then from, from chapter 40 to 55, the prophet, and some scholars believe it's a different prophet that's using the name of Isaiah, called Second Isaiah, is, is writing and talking to the people who are in exile, who are exiled because of the Babylonians, and so they're not back in Judah. They're not back in Israel. And so they're receiving the message of the prophet, and it's at chapter 55, towards the end of their exile, they're receiving the celebratory news that, that they're going back home that the day is coming. They can't see it yet, but Cyrus, the Persian king, is about to come into the picture and is about to bring them back into the, into the holy land or the, the promised land. And then chapter 56 to 66 of Isaiah is that third Isaiah, that third section, speaks about when they're back in Judah, when they're back in Israel. And so here, the prophet is providing a celebratory song, a song of encouragement, telling them, everyone who thirsts, all of you who thirst to be home, all of you who thirst to be back in the land that was promised, come to the water. Even if you have no money, come and buy and eat and drink without money and without price. Come. So the prophet is preparing them for restoration. Individually and communally. To be restored to what God had promised David. Come. Drink from what I offer you. Drink and eat. And then in verse uh, 6, he tells them how they can experience this, how they can come to know this. He says, Seek the Lord while he may be found and call upon him while he's near. 
with the Lord while he may be found and call upon him. That was what was happening to me to, uh, this week. I'm really having trouble with this headpiece today. I was so dry. I was so parched. I was so thirsty. And I needed to be reminded that where I find my strength, where I find my renewal, is in the Lord. And it was those songs of old that I learned as a young man, and I learned as a young boy, that revived my soul, that restored me. Sometimes we just need that reminder. Life's hard, right? The struggles, the trials, the tribulations, the spiritual exiles that we sometimes feel. And God gently reminds us over and over again, come to me. Come to me, all ye who are weary and heavy laden, in the words of Jesus, and I will give you rest. And so this, this morning, if you're feeling a bit overwhelmed, if you're feeling a bit tired and out of gas because of everything that has transpired over the last year, over the last month, over the last week, this morning. Hear this message of encouragement. There's peace. And there's well-being. And there's renewal. And this morning, we're going to be able to participate in a way that brings about that renewal for many of us through Holy Communion. A number of years ago, I was uh, serving communion over at Asbury at one of our food and prayer events. And it was about the time that I was preparing for ordination, and I was... Uh, having to write and think about the meaning of, of the sacraments, in particular of Holy Communion. And, and so I was out there, and I was, I was like, why am I out here right now? It's cold, I'm tired, I've got so much work to do. You ever have those pity parties, those poor me parties? I, I, I have a lot of those. And I was having one that particular Saturday. When... When during the, the time that I was serving communion, I was approached by a man that I knew to be homeless, and I also knew that he was a heroin addict. And he asked if he could receive communion. <laughs> it's hard for me to admit this, but I was like, of course I will serve you communion. But at the back of my mind, I was like, does he even know what he's doing? That, that's what I was thinking. And so I served him communion that morning. And God, 
God, uh, in his expansive, grace-driven ways, used this homeless heroin addict to minister to me in that moment where I was having my pity party. Because as he received the bread and the cup, and he partook it, he looked at me with such gentleness and said, surely, surely the presence of God is in this place. Yeah, he understood. He knew what he was doing. Gave me chills again. God is calling us into relationship. God is calling us into relationships that are not casual and meaningless, but as our, our friend Max Lucado would write, God is calling us into intimate moments with the Savior. Because it's in those intimate moments that we experience the refreshing waters that bring healing and restoration for our parched souls. And so this morning as we prepare to receive Holy Communion, if you're running on empty, if you're tired, if you're exhausted, if you're ready for all this to be over with, if you're ready to, to get back to some sort of normalcy, whatever normal is going to be, it's going to be a new normal, I tell you that. Know that you can experience it and know it and live into it, not by yourself, but with Christ living with you, living in you, refreshing you, refreshing you. And so my prayer is that if you are feeling empty, if you are running dry, that you would come to the water. as God provides. Amen? Amen. If you have your communion set here, you might want to peel back the first layer just to be ready. took me a couple of times when we first started using these to figure out how they work. Christ our Lord invites to his table all who love him and seek to grow into his likeness. Let us draw near with faith, make our humble confession, and prepare to receive this holy sacrament. Let us pray. We do not presume to come to this your table, merciful Lord, trusting in our own goodness, but in your unfailing mercy. We are not worthy that you should receive us,
but give your word and we shall be healed through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. And that is proof of God's love toward us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Lift up your hearts and give thanks to the Lord our God, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. You made us in your image to love and to be loved. When we turned away and our love failed, your love remained steadfast. By the suffering, death, and resurrection of your only Son, Jesus Christ, you delivered us from slavery to sin and death and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. On the night in which Jesus gave himself up for us, he took bread. He gave thanks to you and broke the bread and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When the supper was over, he took the cup. He gave thanks to you and gave it to his disciples and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sin. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us and make these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ that we may be for the world the body of Christ redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory. And we feast at his heavenly banquet through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Would you join me in the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. This is the body of Christ given for you and for me. This is the blood of Christ shed for your sins, my sins, the whole world's sins. Let us pray. Loving God, we give you thanks for the world you have created. 
for the gift of life and for giving yourself to us in Jesus Christ, whose holy life, suffering and death, and glorious resurrection have delivered us from slavery to sin and death. We thank you that in the power of your Holy Spirit, you have fed us in this sacrament, that Christ is truly present here, and that we are united with Christ and given a foretaste of your heavenly banquet. We are your children, and yours is the glory, now and forever, through Jesus Christ our Lord.